My mother tried to force me to get married to someone I've never even met before. She even went as far as changing the locks on the house to prevent me from coming home. And once I said, no, I'm not getting married to this stranger, my mom blew up on me. But not without my grandmother stepping in like an absolute boss. Here's what happened. So I went out on a Friday for a few hours with some friends. It was just some shopping and some catching up between us. I haven't seen some of them for the last two years due to COVID, when we used to hang out almost every week. And I am leaving the country in a few weeks. So we took this opportunity to catch up as well as have a farewell party. I was out from late afternoon until about 9 or 10 o'clock at night when I got home. And when I took the keys out of my pocket to unlock the gate, the keys would not fit. I tried to turn the key around, thinking maybe I just put it in the wrong way. But still, it just would not fit. So I called my mom, but she would not pick up. I then called my grandmother, who lives with me, but she was out with her friends as well and won't be home anytime soon. At this point, I was super upset. My mother already burned a couple of my work pants the day before because I refused to wear a dress for work. My line of work, for some reference, requires me to move around a lot, so a dress or an office skirt was not suited for my environment. I shook the gate, but no one was home, so I ended up having to pick the lock. I opened the metal gate after a few tries, and luckily, the wooden door behind it was not locked. The neighbors did call the police, and of course, I had to show them I actually lived there, as well as that this was my legal address. I took some assessment and went to stay at my friend's house for the night because I couldn't lock the door back and I didn't feel safe in the house without a locked door. The next day, my grandmother and I were invited to go to a pre-wedding event. It was kind of meeting the elders and engaging the party slash ceremony at a cafe. And at the time, my mother only sent me this address and the time for the event. And it was perfectly normal for my grandmother to be invited to something like this as she's always invited by my mother. So it seemed normal. So we both showed up on time to the cafe and we were escorted to a booth type seat at the corner of the cafe. The booth already had a lady as well as another guy there. I assumed she was the mother and the guy was her son. The moment we sat down, the lady took out a calendar and notepads filled with lists of flower arrangements, color schemes, menus, dresses, hairstyles, and all these meticulous things related to a wedding. She introduced her son, who was 28 years old compared to my 20 years old, and she told me what he does for a living, what he studies, and where. And that's when she said something that just absolutely blew my mind. She thanked me that I was agreeing to marry him. I looked at her, then at her son, and then at the wedding planners and the notes. It was then at that very moment that I finally registered what was going on. This wasn't a wedding or engagement ceremony for somebody else. They were planning for my wedding. My grandmother at the time was incredibly angry. I apologized to the lady and said that there must be some kind of misunderstanding between us because I came to attend someone's engagement party, not plan my own. And I added that I was only 20 years old this year. My grandmother then chimed in and blatantly asked this lady why on earth she thought that I would be marrying her son. The lady then replied that her mom contacted me and said that her daughter was looking for a partner and a husband to settle down with so that I could move out. My grandmother calmly said to the lady that she has been lied to and that I was not getting married anytime soon. She said her son seems happy and nice and that she hopes that he finds someone to marry him in the future, but it was not going to be me. We got up and then we left. When we got home, I found my things stuffed in black plastic bags beside my door. My grandmother opened the door and told me to bring my stuff in. The moment I stepped through the door, my mother yelled that she put so much effort into finding a guy who would take a girl like me to marry and that I should be grateful she didn't just marry me off to an older dude and that I should be happy she found someone my age. She told me I embarrassed her because the mother called her and told her what 
she did was not okay, and to not do it again without even asking or informing me properly. My grandmother then started to shout at my mother in Cantonese, which resulted in them being in a heated argument for about 30 minutes, and my grandmother kicked out my mother, which of course she moaned and groaned and cried about before leaving. Needless to say, I don't plan on getting married to some stranger anytime soon. That is absolutely crazy to me. This lady actually tried to marry off her daughter to some guy that she's never even met before. I don't know, maybe she just wanted her daughter to get out of her house, which is why she changed the key to the gate, thus trying to prevent her from ever coming back in the house. But if you wanted someone to move out, why wouldn't you just talk to him and say, hey, you gotta move out. You've got 30 days, figure your stuff out. Like, that's the reasonable thing to do, right? Instead, she finds some guy who's almost 10 years older than her, right after she barely turned 20, by the way, and said, okay, you're gonna marry this guy. Didn't even ask her about it. She didn't even date this guy for a few years. Nothing like that. She just expected her daughter to get married to a complete stranger. And I think at this point, there's obviously some cultural differences here that I don't get and I won't understand completely coming from my own perspective, which is fine. I totally understand that. But based on the daughter, as well as the grandmother's reaction, I think this is safe to assume that this is not the norm in whatever culture these people come from. Instead, based on their reaction, I think it's safe to say that this was incredibly toxic and very jarring. As I can't imagine somebody waking up the next day and finding out that someone was trying to force them to get married. I want to distance myself from my family and their business, but I really don't want to hurt their feelings or cause a rift in my family, and I honestly don't know what to do. For some background, I was homeschooled from the age of 12 to 18, and my parents totally failed on the socialization front. I was isolated and very lonely through most of my childhood, and from then to now, they have had some very controlling rules for me, and I have basically been on house arrest for two and a half years due to their extreme pandemic paranoia. And while I do love my parents, I am going to be moving out. I feel like we've been slightly enmeshed and I want some distance. For 10 years, my parents also have had a few small businesses. The latest one they're focusing on now is doing the best, but they have all struggled with tens of thousands of dollars put into all of them. I don't think that they've even cracked $6,000 in revenue yet. For years, I help with this business. Lately, in editing as well as proofreading their books, I'm not a professional proofreader, nor is this my profession, but I'm good enough with grammar that they've recruited me. And this is after trying several editors who were incompetent and too expensive. I also edit from home. They don't feel very comfortable sending e-copies to strangers in fear of their ideas being stolen. Moreover, I've invested a lot of belief in this thing, supporting their dreams to become millionaires with their projects. After a lot of reflection, I see these as more hobby businesses and will likely never become that successful. I'm finishing up editing a book right now, but when I leave in a month, I want that to be my last one. The thing is, my parents will not take it well. They've already asked, when you move, will you help us sell books at farmer's markets on the weekend still? And while I said yes, I will do one or two more with them after I move out. But after that, I'm done. I'm not doing any more. I can't just say I want to stop editing. Bye. Because I fear that my parents will take it the wrong way. They will then start asking me stuff like, why are you distancing yourself from us? With the implication that I don't want to support my family. They will get hurt, offended, and will just start throwing accusations my way. I want to leave in a way where hopefully it dawns on them, oh, she has her own life. She should move on and do her own thing. But that may not happen because my parents feel I can always give a little time to them to support the family goals. I do have free time, but it's just that I have to put healthy distances between us. I don't want to edit anymore, but knowing that I'm available and have said yes for years that I believe in this business, it may be whiplash for my parents and they will likely call me selfish. 
selfish. What should I do? I think you have every right to move on with your life and do exactly what you want to do. And if your parents or your family don't like the fact that you're moving away from editing for them, well then tough cookies, that's their problem. Did they really think you would be doing this for the rest of your life? I mean, they can't hold you hostage and expect you to do this all the time. You have other goals and aspirations in life, and this is not one of them. So for them to get angry and weird about this, it's just really selfish in my opinion. So I would say go ahead with your plan and start making the plan of getting away from this. You don't want to do it anymore, and you just need to make your feelings known. You can even give them some kind of transition period so they can find somebody to replace your efforts that you've done for years. And yes, there is someone available that they can find that can do this. And it's not fair for them to try and guilt trip you into still doing this. And if anything, that's more than enough reason for you to say, okay, I think I'm done. So hopefully your family takes this news well. Because either way, you're moving on with your life, whether they like it or not. My girlfriend repeatedly lied to me about meeting up with her ex just so she could get some closure. And I could not be more upset. So this ex of hers still sent her flowers at the start of our relationship out of the blue. And she very early on cut him out and asked him to stop communicating with her. They had a phone call a few weeks ago after we first met where she officially told him to stop contacting her and that she had met someone new and that she moved on. And I do actually believe this was the case as they had not been in contact since December and January. So me and my girlfriend had a very quick blossoming relationship. Seven months in, I got offered a job abroad, but everything was going so well that we discussed it in length and she was at a point in her life where she had to finish university and was ready for something new. So even though we knew it was a bit crazy, she decided she was going to come with me abroad. The only issue was I had to move quicker than she could. So I was abroad for 10 weeks before she was going to move out. Before I left, she heard her ex was going to be in town. They broke up because he moved away for work. Plus, he didn't treat her well, apparently. She warned me that they might bump into each other, which would be rough during long distance. At the time, I said if she felt like she needed to talk to him or whatever, then we could both talk about it. But I needed her to be honest with me about it regardless. We had already had a falling out previously about people from the past reaching out, and we both agreed we should be honest with each other going forward with that stuff. The week before she's due to fly out to meet me, she supposedly bumped into him on the street out of nowhere. She told me it was totally accident too. She proceeded to go missing in action for two to three hours and finally responded to me to tell me that she had bumped into him and had coffee in the park. I was upset that she didn't take a second to just let me know what was happening and left me wondering what on earth was going on during long distance. We had a fight about it and she kept telling me that she couldn't help how the situation played out but she handled it as best as she could. But I made the decision to trust her even though something felt off about the entire thing. A week later she flew out and moved her whole life to be with me. She quit her job and found a new one out here. Last night I quizzed her on the whole situation and she started to panic. She started getting defensive when I asked to see the conversations that she had been having with him. It turns out that she had went behind my back and went out of her way to meet up with him. It wasn't an accident. She said she wanted closure on it and put a nail in the coffin and told him officially that she was moving on. He apparently treated her badly and she heard through a mutual friend that he still felt like they were going to get back together at some point. After their meetup, they had some text conversations back and forth as well as another phone call and on the day before she flew out, he sent her hundreds of messages confessing his love for her and basically saying she was making the wrong decision to which she didn't reply. I've not seen the full extent, just a glance when she showed me. So I only found all this out last night. I've realized that she lied to my face and took me for a complete idiot. I am now suspicious 
suspicious that what she told me that took place isn't the truth. The web of lies surrounding it is quite impressive. When I go back and read our WhatsApp chat from that time, even if she's telling the truth about why she met him, she still lied to me over and over again. She claims that she wanted to do this for herself and that telling me would just cause some confrontation right before she's flying out to meet me, which should have been a beautiful reunion for us after 10 weeks of long distance dating, basically. But now she's put me in a very difficult situation. I think if I were back home right now and this happened, my gut would be telling me to just break up with her. But now she's basically stranded out here. I've been cheated on before and refused to be taken for an idiot again. So I have no idea how to proceed. She's got a hotel room for the next few nights to give me space. She's very apologetic now and is upset. She's offered for me to read the full WhatsApp history with her ex to prove she was never unfaithful and she only did it to get stuff off of her chest and to tell him that she's moving on. She has also offered to phone her two flatmates who I know quite well who were the ones who encouraged her to go get closure with her ex who treated her so badly. But I just don't know how I could possibly trust her again if I'm being completely honest. Deep down I don't think she cheated on me but it doesn't mean that she didn't lie to me repeatedly just to cover herself. What should I do? Butcher Box is 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood, all humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. And all of that delivered straight to your door with free shipping always. Imagine always having high-quality cuts in your freezer ready to go with no trips to the grocery store or planning out availability and knowing that it's food you can trust. There are curated to customized box plans at incredible value. Saving money at a grocery store is getting more and more difficult, especially when you're trying to get consistently high-quality meat. Sign up at ButcherBox.com jerk and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free-for-a-year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breast, steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com jerk and use code jerk to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. This is a pretty terrible situation because this guy's girlfriend moved abroad to be with him after she went behind his back just to meet up with her ex just so she could get closure. I mean, they even agreed mutually that they would talk about that before she did it. But she tried to foreshadow the situation situation by saying, hey, listen, I might run into him while I'm there. Who knows? Like, that's so disgusting. It's not even funny. I don't think she cheated, but she definitely lied to you. And to me personally, that's a big deal breaker. And you said it yourself. You will never be made to look like an idiot like that ever again, especially if you've already been cheated on. So if I was in your shoes, I would definitely be reconsidering this relationship. It really does suck that she moved her entire life out there. But me personally, I would not want to live with someone or be in a relationship with someone who's just going to lie to me behind my back. As well as purposefully try and hide something major like this. And this really is a big deal in my opinion. But what would you do in this situation? Would you take this person back if they lied to you like this? Or would this circumstance be a deal breaker? Let us know down below. My mother-in-law is constantly getting upset at me for not conforming to how she thinks we should raise our child. And my husband will not stand up to her. And at this point I don't know what to do. I am Caucasian and my husband is Chinese. He's from Beijing, but his parents moved the family, including him here to the USA when he was about 13. Growing up, they lived in Minnesota. His mom regularly visits China and maintains her citizenship there. She is there for about half the year 
here on any given normal year. I usually get along with her okay. I have a bit of a stubborn personality, and we had some extremely rough patches initially, as culturally, she feels that I should listen to her, and she feels that she should have some kind of authority over us since she sees us as kids. And to be honest, this is completely different from how I was raised. Once we managed to jump past this hurdle, we had relatively few problems. Together, my husband and I had a five-year-old daughter, and my mother-in-law helped in the early stages by staying with us for a while to help provide care for the kid. Honestly, I was never a huge fan of this situation, but my husband wanted to save money. Ultimately, having her as well as my father-in-law there probably cost us more than daycare as we were paying all the bills for two additional adults during their stay. They stayed for about six months. They are visiting for about two months now, and while I'm happy to let them bond with their granddaughter, I have been getting some weird questions from my daughter about why the United States does certain things and why we live here instead of in China. My mother-in-law talks to my daughter only in Chinese, and she does this to try and help her learn Chinese. But one of the ways I found that she teaches Chinese is by reading the Chinese state-sponsored news to my daughter, which includes a lot of anti-American sentiments and mostly pro-China messages. As a full disclosure, I don't think America is perfect, and I really don't feel like my daughter has to love America. But I do take issue with being fed propaganda from another country that is a government that is much different than the United States, if you know what I mean. I wouldn't be okay with my own parents reading to her from Truth Social. I honestly don't want any form of propaganda fed to my daughter. When I brought it up to my husband, he just dismisses it, saying that we should be thankful that his mom is teaching her Chinese in the first place, and that she's a smart girl who will figure things out eventually. I personally don't feel that intelligence and buying into propaganda are so tightly related, and I am a bit worried that she's getting painted this picture, that we're living in some kind of nightmare state, and that the amazing China is just on the other side of the road or something like that. My mother-in-law says I'm being overly sensitive, and that my daughter doesn't really understand what she's hearing, and that she just needs to hear some Chinese to learn it. My question is, how should I address this moving forward? It's a tough situation, because they are visiting for a couple of months, and this is pretty early in their visit. I'm really feeling frustrated, and I feel outnumbered and alienated. What should I do? I can completely understand where you're coming from, where you don't want your daughter to be exposed to this type of propaganda from another country. It really doesn't seem fair. And you're right, America definitely has its own problems. But if you want to teach a young child Chinese, or any other language for that matter, I don't think propaganda is the best way to go about doing it. So in my opinion, it would probably be a good idea to maybe buy some Chinese books that are age-appropriate for a five-year-old, give it to the mother-in-law, and say, hey, could you read these instead? You can still speak to my daughter in Chinese, and she can still learn from you, but we can avoid any type of propaganda that I honestly don't feel comfortable with. If your mother-in-law really is all about trying to teach her about Chinese and how to speak this language, then she really would be okay with some kind of book that she can read to this little girl. You could do nursery rhymes, you could do action songs, you could even go to your husband and see if he has any Chinese books packed away in like a box or something, dust those off and give it to the mother-in-law. I think looking online, you can find Chinese books for children pretty quickly and order it pretty rapidly through some website that can offer that. So there are solutions here, especially since you want to try and avoid propaganda being fed to your child. So hopefully your mother-in-law is agreeable to this extent and is at least willing to come to some kind of compromise when it comes to teaching your daughter how to speak and understand Chinese. My roommate is making me feel incredibly uncomfortable and I don't know how to confront him or what to do. So for context, I'm a 21-year-old female living in an apartment with my roommate who's 33 years old. We were both in the same friend group and we both needed a new place to stay at the same time and I was unable to live with my now ex-boyfriend so we 
we applied to be roommates at our new apartment. Everything seemed to be going great at first. He was really nice. We both had stuff going on. We would go to work, hang out with our friends when we could, and then go to bed. All fairly normal. That is until about two months ago. I struggle a lot with my mental health and I had a little bit of a breakdown, followed by a bad breakup. My roommate, who I will call Larry, that's not his real name, took it upon himself to help cheer me up. I really appreciated it and we stayed up watching movies and stuff to take my mind off of everything. But he kept getting weirdly close to me. Normally, I keep pillows between us on the couch because I was in a relationship. Well, apparently me being newly single was an invitation for him to put his head on my lap. He started being really clingy, wanting hugs from me all the time. Whenever I'm at work, he's constantly texting me, asking when I'll be home and what I want for dinner, even though I'm the one that cooks for us. I've always casually said I love you to our friend group when we say our goodbyes, but he started saying it to me more often, just randomly out of nowhere. He constantly tells me how pretty I am, just randomly in conversations. The other day, we both had the day off, and I logged onto my computer to play games with another group of friends, and he came into the room crying, asking why I didn't want to hang out with him, and how he wishes he could make me happy like they could. All of our friends know that he's ace, but it really feels like he has a crush on me. He's brought up in conversation several times, several jokes about him being a virgin, and he always glances at me when he says it, like he's trying to drop a hint. Despite me telling him that I don't like when he compliments me or hugs me that much, as well as telling him to stop it, he simply refuses and ignores it. Or if he does, it's only for a day before he goes right back to doing it. It's gotten to the point that I've been picking up extra shifts at work, making plans with my family, or straight up pretending to sleep in my room so I don't have to hang out with him. Even doing that, he seems to get upset when I tell him that I'm hanging out with my mom or working. I do feel bad for him because in our friend group, it's really only me and two others that he can call his friends. He constantly tells me that I'm his best friend when I barely see him as a close friend. But ever since my breakup with my ex, he seems to have made that bond even stronger in his mind, acting like he's my savior or something like that. He's become codependent on me and it's really weird. I've told him before that he's making me uncomfortable, but I don't know how to confront him about this without making him cry or making my living situation even more awkward or potentially dangerous. How do I talk to him about this? What should I do? First off, I want to say that this guy is crying because he's trying to use that to manipulate you. He wants you to feel bad for him so he can try and keep you around. He has completely disrespected your boundaries and the fact that you've told him, no, I don't want you hugging me or touching me. Like, there really is no good excuse at this point. I think first off, you need to tell him straight up, stop touching me, stop bothering me. I am not interested in you romantically and you're crossing the line. If he gets upset and he cries, good, let him cry. He is only throwing these temper tantrums because he can no longer violate your boundaries. And I'm a big believer that when someone shows you exactly who they are, you should believe them. And if this guy is going to disrespect your boundaries, as well as manipulate you by fake crying, then it might be time for you to find another living arrangement. This guy clearly does not get it, and he's not picking up the hints that you're dropping. So if anything, I would talk to your parents. I would tell them straight up, hey, my living situation got really sketchy, and I need to move out like fast, and then make the steps necessary to get out of there. You do not need to live in that kind of situation. And sure, it's not ideal for you to have to move because of this weirdo, but you said it yourself. This living situation is awkward and potentially dangerous. And in my opinion, that's more than enough reason, despite the fact that he's disrespecting your boundaries, for you to get out and find somewhere else to live. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music.
music. Search Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your next stream.